Hey y'all, welcome to the Anod Right audio blog. Your voiceover diva is Dr. Donna Oriowo. Please note that the information found on this and other blog posts is a matter of researched opinion. Direct your concerns or questions to questions at anodright.com. Direct your comments to the comment section and share on social media using the hashtag AnodRightSpeaks. Warning. Content on the audio blog may be different from the written blog. My thoughts too fast and my mouth too quick. Sorry, not sorry. So today we're talking about whose life are you living? Doing versus being. So what does it mean to do or be? If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I am constantly reminding my my people that they are enough. I remind them that there is nothing they can do to prove their worth and they shouldn't feel like they need to. When you start trying to prove your value and worth, you'll find yourself doing instead of being. Let me break it down. To do. To change your behavior and act based on what you think those around you expect of you. To be. To be your full, authentic self, no matter who's around or where you are. For Black folk, one of the cruxes of being versus doing is that white people have been allowed to be their value in this world. In a Eurocentric society, white people don't have to prove their value or their worth, not through the work of their bodies, through the work of their minds, but simply by existing, they have value. And within the society, white men have created a tiered value system in which they are favored and allowed to be in a way that white women are not. White women must prove their worth in a patriarchal society by their willingness to submit to the men that they have at home or in the office setting. Now, if a white woman suffers from this, you can only imagine what Black people have to go through. Black people have never been allowed to be, period, because we lack whiteness. As people who lack whiteness, it is our burden to prove our worth in this white supremacist patriarchal society. Black men don't have to prove their worth based on being a man, but they do have to prove it because they are Black. While they have to fight to prove their value, they have less to prove in the sense of what their value is on this type of system because they're men. Black women, on the other hand, are fighting a two-sided battle of proving their value both as a Black person and as a woman. People of color and women have not been allowed to be in the same way that white men have been able to be. We have the burden of proving our value to those in power, but we don't need to. We are valuable people. We are valuable because we are. We are valuable because we exist. This is a concept I am constantly coming back to in therapy. This idea of doing versus being. I'm doing my hardest to try and teach Black people, especially Black women, to just be. That there is no amount of work you can do to prove your value. There's no amount of work that, there's no amount of money that you can have that is going to prove your value or add to your value. There's no amount of laziness that will subtract from your value. You are a valuable person. If all you do for the rest of today is breathe and eat, baby, you are valuable. And you are allowed the space to breathe and be. Side note, I require the breathing part because, you know, if you're not breathing, you're probably dying. And that's not where we want to be, right? Right. Okay. Back to our regularly scheduled program. Another reason we talk about being versus doing is because when we are doing, we are likely performing. 
Judith Butler spoke about gender performativity in her book, Gender Trouble, and in the linked YouTube video. Now, now that we are all on the same page about performing and performativity, let's take it out of the context of only performing gender. Why? Because often when we perform one thing, we perform a whole lot of other things. We're performing what it means to be a valuable member of society, a valuable family member, a valuable coworker, and a valuable person. We're constantly trying to prove ourselves worthy and valuable to the people who get to interact with us, forgetting that they are lucky to interact with us, just as we are lucky to interact with them. Instead of showing and trying to prove to them that we are worthy of their interaction with us, while it is noble, it's completely unnecessary. You are valuable because you are, period. This means that the constant putting on or performing you partake in only takes away from you and who you are because you are trying to perform what you think you must do in any given setting. We perform Blackness in a way we think we're supposed to perform Blackness, especially in the presence of certain Black people. We perform what we think it means to be feminine or masculine. We perform what it means to be professional. And we often don't stop to consider that this performance or doing that we do day in and day out, depending on where we are, is still oftentimes very much based in Eurocentric standards. For example, we are expected to be professional which means being professional in a certain way. You have to dress a certain way, carry yourself in a certain way, speak a certain way. And a lot of these things are based in classism and racism. Because to say that someone needs to wear a three-piece suit in order for them to do their job is classist. Because if you cannot afford a three-piece suit, does that mean you are now incapable of doing your job? No. If your hair is blue, purple, green, or yellow, does that mean that you are now incapable of putting forth the effort to do the work at hand? No, your hair didn't go to school. Your clothes didn't go to school. Your hair and your clothes are not performing the job. They may aid you in the job or they may detract from you doing your job because you might be distracted. But certainly there's no reason to require people to wear a three-piece suit to, do, to show their professionalism. We expect people to dress for the job that they want. We say that type of thing as though you're dressing, as though how you're dressing is actually going to get you there or as though it should be the thing that gets you there. And that's where I would say we need to work out our own internalized elitism and our own silent shame that we are poor now, but we will not be poor later. And because we will not be poor later, we wanna make sure to give way and keep these rules in place so that we have barriers to keep other people who might be coming behind us in their place. So we follow the rules so that when we get there one day, we're able to enforce those rules on others. This is called hazing, y'all. And this behavior, this doing is unnecessary for the lives that we are ultimately trying to live. In the context of family, we are, as we are coming up on this lovely holiday season, many of us are going to go back into the roles of being the perfect child, the good enough child, or whatever role it is that we have been given within the context of our own individual family structures. If you are the black sheep, you will act as the black sheep. If you are the beloved child, you will act as the beloved child. If it is an expectation for you to honor your parents with your entire being by denying some of the stuff of who you are and pretending to be a little more quiet when you're actually a lot more boisterous, this performance is still a performance, which means you are doing, not being. You are not being you. You're not showing up and letting that be enough. 
You are putting on a performance in order to please the people around you. And this is something we do constantly and consistently, especially when we're talking about romantic problems. I mean, partners. Freudian slip. The problem is that the way you show up is the way people expect you to continue showing up, you know, in honor of keeping that same energy. But oftentimes we are unable to keep that same energy because we are exhausted by the performance. You are wearing a full body armor, holding up a mask, pretending to be something that we are not. And this is the essence of doing. It is exhausting because you never get to just be. And that is why I'm constantly talking about the difference between being and doing and hoping that we get more people to learn how to just be. So what can you do to start being? Number one, you can be honest with yourself about what you like and don't like. One of the most important things you can do to start being is to really sit down and evaluate what you like and don't like. That can be in regard to relationships, work, eating, going out, everything. Once you're honest with yourself about this, you will realize that anytime you find yourself partaking in something that you don't want to be doing, that you are in fact doing, that you're putting on a performance to appease the people around you. For example, if you don't like going to the club, the next time your, your friends ask you to go, say no. Be honest with them and explain that you don't enjoy it. Don't say yes and put on a fake smile all night because it's not genuine and you are exhausting yourself for no reason trying to be the party girl you think your friends might want you to be. Number two, pay attention to your body. How does your body feel in various situations or with certain people? Now, this is basically doing that reconnaissance. Your body knows you. Start paying attention to those weird feelings, that niggle in the back of your throat, that that weird little stomach ache or cramp that seems to come, or that sudden feeling of exhaustion that likes to pop up in certain situations or around certain people. I'm just saying. If something doesn't feel right, honor you. It might be time to make adjustments or simply to move on from whatever it is. Sometimes it can be hard to mentally pick out what we like and what we don't like. But when we start paying attention to what our bodies are doing, our bodies can tell us. Now, this is not written in the in the written blog, so my people on the audio blog are getting this special. It is an imperative that we learn to be who we are and be comfortable in that space and be ev- us everywhere that we go. And this is imperative because the anxiety and depression that come from the constant performance is debilitating and it is ruining a lot of lives. Because some of us are performing so much that we end up married to the wrong partners. We hate our jobs day in, day out. And we don't know why we are constantly feeling exhausted. Why it's so hard to get out of bed in the morning. Why it's so hard to just be happy. It's hard to just be happy when you're doing something that you're not supposed to be. So I'd like you to take this moment to reflect. Are there any aspects in your life in which you feel you are doing or performing rather than just being. Let's share that in the comments below and let's see, maybe someone has a solution for you. All right, y'all, I'm out. Make sure to leave those comments in the comment section. If you got something private that you need to tell me, you can DM me. I'm gonna share it, but I'll keep your name out of it. All right, y'all, I'm out.